0: Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, where we talk about all things OCD. The show is for educational purposes and is not intended to replace professional mental health care. Here's your host, Christina Orlova. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Orlova. In today's episode, I want to talk about a specific compulsion that I don't think gets much attention, um, and I think that this is actually something that comes up for people quite a bit. So it's known as essentially self-punishment in OCD. So let's break this down. First of all, as a reminder, I think anybody listening and, and anybody who doesn't know what OCD is, it's obsessive-compulsive disorder. Um, in order to understand this, we have to kind of go back and or take one step back and really look at what does it mean to have a compulsion. So a compulsion is something a person does, whether it's a mental behavior or a physical behavior, in an attempt to neutralize their anxiety, shame, guilt, whatever negative feeling state they have. And it's an attempt to prevent something bad from potentially happening. Now, what is an obsession? Why would there be something bad? Well, because an obsession is an intrusive Thought, urge, image, feeling that. Pops into a person's mind, um, or obviously body, because it m- might be feeling based, and it, it it sends a signal in the brain that something is off, that something bad could happen, might happen, some catastrophe. And so, when a person starts to have that experience, that they, they become really unsure um, if this bad thing really could happen. What's the likelihood? Even if maybe they're aware that it could be, you know, a small small percentage, like you know, one percent, still don't the fact that it could be 1% is usually a pretty intense experience for the person with OCD to have. And they really just want to make sure hundred percent with a hundred percent certainty that nothing bad will happen. Now, the other element of the OCD experience is that quite often it's also paired with this feeling of, and the sense of, you know, maybe I'm a bad person or maybe I'm doing something wrong. So this kind of morality and what that then ultimately leads to is this whole notion of um, self criticism, self judgment, um, you know, um, things like, you know, maybe I am a bad person just because I have these thoughts, or maybe I did something really terrible um, and therefore I'm a terrible person. So there's really this lack of um, kind of awareness or understanding about you know, first of all, the human experience, which is that we all will make mistakes at some point or another, small or big, whatever they are, that we all um, sometimes make choices that we might later on looking back in life, you know, regret, or we might think, oh, I wish I did that differently. But the truth is, Every single one of us as a human being, um, you know, we kind of have to remember we all live with an element of uncertainty and we all live with this thing called humanity, right? The, The aspect of humanity means that I understand I will make mistakes. So now when you have somebody with OCD, what happens is that person with OCD is not able to really kind of step away and really recognize that they're having thoughts and thoughts are thoughts. And so what they're doing is they start to assign so much meaning to everything and they start to often ruminate. And then that whole process snowballs and essentially a person may start to self Punished. So what does that look like? That can look like anything from um, avoiding uh, going out and seeing people because maybe they feel like they they just don't deserve that anymore. It could involve uh, restricting certain things in their life because they feel like um, they need to somehow make up for um, this bad thing that they think they did, which could be literally, like I said earlier, maybe the bad thing is just the fact that I'm having you know a bad thought. And so um, maybe it's that there's a morality component feeling like I have to do the right thing. And so if I didn't do the right thing in some moment, then maybe feeling like, Oh, then I don't deserve um, kind of this next Thing that I was going to do that maybe it was going to give me some joy or happiness because now I have to somehow kind of pay for that. So it's this interesting internal process. And really what I want to say about it is that it's kind of like these, these internal rules and regulations get developed in the person's mind who has OCD. It's almost like this thing is OK, but that thing is not. Um, you know, thinking this thought could be acceptable, but thinking these thoughts is not. Or, um, I did this thing, and I now will not give myself, you know, any leeway because it's it's a terrible thing. And now, because I feel so guilty and terrible and bad about it, I'm not going to uh, punish myself. And that, again, punishment can be anything from avoiding situations, avoiding people. Maybe you don't let yourself enjoy, I don't know, ice cream or you wanted to watch a movie and now you won't let yourself go to that movie because again, you feel like you somehow have to pay um, for this bad thing. So oftentimes when a person with OCD engages in some sort of a, you know, self-punishing behavior, they may not often kind of connect the dots and realize that that is in fact could or that that can be a compulsion because um, remember compulsion is any behavior and I want to emphasize the word any that a person engages in with the purpose of reducing their anxiety and discomfort and an attempt to essentially try to kind of right this potential wrong that their brain is telling them could happen so if we really understand that definition we can first of all understand that frankly Anything can become a compulsion. And so whenever somebody's unsure if something is a compulsion or not, I often will say things like, well, why don't you ask yourself that question? What's really the reason of why I'm doing this thing? Am I really doing this thing because... um, You know, just for the purpose of the activity, or am I doing this thing because I'm actually trying to get rid of my anxiety, get rid of my feelings of guilt or shame or embarrassment? Um, Then ask yourself the question, you know, am I really doing this behavior, whatever the behavior is, because I'm actually trying to move forward and I'm actually taking a real step forward or am I just working overtime trying to prevent something bad from happening and I just feel like I have to do more of the behavior so when it comes to uh, self-punishment you know it really promotes this concept of I need to control right I need to control my thoughts and to control my actions Um, so there's this kind of maladaptive thinking pattern that's going on in the person who's got OCD where they're most likely giving a huge amount of importance to, you know, feeling like they need to control their thoughts or that they need to control um, uh, themselves in a different way. And that the sheer fact that they have thoughts means that they are now that, um, that person, or they're now, um, it's the equivalent as, as if they even acted it out. Right. And that's called thought action fusion. And so, what we want to recognize is that if you're somebody who's resonating with this as you're listening to this and you might pause and ask yourself, wait a second, I do that. I restrict myself. I cut myself off. I kind of punish myself. I engage in really kind of, I have these intense rules and regulations in my mind. I have these kind of things that I'm allowed to do or not allowed to do. You know, I maybe because of this also I'm very self-critical or self-judgmental, right? Then I want you to really, Um, pause and examine that, right? Is that behavior, is it really actually moving you forward? Is it really giving you that relief that you want? Um, Is it really kind of getting to the core of what you're trying to fix with this self-punishment and control, Um, or is it not? Is it in fact perpetuating the issue? Is it in fact leading you to continue to have more anxiety? Um, Are you finding that it's never enough and that you feel like you have to, again, do something else that's going to be restrictive or or self-punishing or avoid more things? Um, So it's something to really Uh, Pay close attention to because, like I said, anything can become a compulsion. You know, when I work with folks, um, whether it's through the the self-directed course that I have called Intro to ERP um, or whether it's in my private practice, you know, people often don't realize kind of how powerful um, our human behavior is, and that we are such adaptable creatures, and that we really can take even something like the exposure response prevention, which is the gold standard treatment of choice. And we've people with OCD came and started using that as a compulsion. So, what's really important more than anything else is to really learn what OCD actually is and how to treat OCD, not all the kind of different offshoots of all the different um, topics and themes that OCD can latch onto, because that's what OCD is. It can latch on literally to anything and everything. There's so many different kind of subtypes, if you will, uh, themes, right? There's harm. There's uh, sexual intrusive thoughts. There's contamination. There's relationship OCD. There's religious or scrupulosity, morality, real event, uh, false memory, uh, magical thinking. There's symmetry and perfectionism, um, neutral and, and somatic. Um, so, I mean, there's several more. I'm, I'm not you know naming but that that gives you enough of an idea of understanding that there's so many different ways that OCD can manifest. And so what's most important is to actually just learn what what does it actually mean? How does the brain work? What's happening so that I understand that no matter what theme pops up that I understand what OCD actually is, so I can actually step back from it and just observe it and notice how it's working, and which basically means learning how to cultivate this part of yourself to notice how your mind is working, how your mind wants to jump to conclusions right away, um, how maybe how you arrive at these kind of um, thoughts where you feel like you have to control or punish yourself, um, or where you're maybe being really self-judgmental or self-critical, um, and, and so noticing all of that noticing how your mind um, works how your mind wants to go to those places and being able to just observe it without getting completely sucked into the story of it all um, that's really a a huge huge component of learning how to master um, you know living with the OCD experience so um, if you Dealing with self-punishment, as I always kind of sometimes might throw something out there, you know, oftentimes what's helpful is the mere act of starting to just journal and, and start to keep track of it. Maybe start 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 a, start a little log where you start to track, like, okay, what's actually triggering me? So you learn what is your trigger and then start to write out, okay, what do I do? Like, what kind of thought do I have? What's the obsession? And what do I do? How do I self-punish? How do I avoid what am I doing about this? So that's always going to be the first step because that that step allows you to increase your self-awareness. And when you have increased self-awareness, you can then start to do something about it. All right, I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening to OCD Whisperer Podcast. To get additional support with OCD and have your personal questions answered, whether you are newly diagnosed, got through treatment and need help maintaining progress, or you can't afford treatment, visit Christina's on-demand Mastering OCD membership at MasteringOCD.com.